Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Bliss Broker Podcast. Thank you for showing up. It always means so much to me when you guys take time out of your day to come and listen. So it's been a minute since I've been here. I think I always say that. Ultimate goal, getting back in here and recording every week. So I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. If you don't, get over there now at The Bliss Broker. I'm at The Bliss Broker everywhere. Get over there and give me a follow so you can stay in tune with all the things that I have going on, which are plentiful. So I have a question for you at the top of the episode that I want to talk to you about today. It's a definite segue into the topics I have for you. Do you feel responsible for the things that happen in your life? And that's a real question because I don't think a lot of people do. And I can only speak from my position where I, how I see the world, like my perspective. Everybody's movie's different. You could take two people and put them in the same set of scenarios and they're going to see it differently. They're going to remember it differently. They're going to feel it differently. So I am curious, for those of you who want to reach out to me, where you stand with that question. Do you feel like the things that happen to you in general, your environment, the people you love, the way your life experience feels, do you have a sense of responsibility to that? I know for me, I didn't for a very long time. I remember specifically not that many years ago waking up and thinking, I hope today's a good day. And once I realized that it wasn't up to chance, that it wasn't down to a game of luck, it wasn't Russian roulette, that how my day panned out is directly because of how I look at my day. Now, I know a lot of you out there are saying, Harmony, sometimes you just have shitty days. I get it. I know that. This isn't to fight your life experience. This isn't, I'm not here to make you feel like you should just put on your big girl britches and get over it. I'm never, ever, ever about that. But what I do want you to take from this relationship is a sense of responsibility. What I want you to take from today's episode is just an awareness that you're in control. And that's like the first step, believing that you've got some control in how your life feels. So let's get into it. I told you guys long ago, I don't want this, these episodes to be long. I want them to be hit and run. I want you to come in and get something out of it that you can use for your life. And, you know, hopefully it's a tool, something that you look forward to hearing every week that gives you a little bit of pep in your step to tackle the week because life is hard. You guys know that life is beautiful, but it's, it's, it's a roller coaster. That's for sure. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about today first is the be do have concept. And I'm going to keep it as simple as possible because it is pretty simple and it can be over explained. If you go online and try to find out what the be do have concept is, it can be very over explained. There's videos that you can find that are a couple minutes long. There's people teaching about it that are 20 minutes long. And so I'm going to keep it really simple. Most of how we do things in our life is the flip of that, the have be do. I think this will probably feel familiar to a lot of you. Once I have that perfect outfit and that water bottle and that perfect yoga mat, then I'll go join the yoga studio. And then I will become a yogi. I will become what I've always dreamed of being, which is skilled in yoga. But it's actually the flip of that. You've got to be the yogi before you get to have that experience, right? It's not the flip. So once I have a boyfriend, I'm going to do all the things that I really want to do in my life. Once I have that new car, then I'm going to go and do all the things that I want to do with the new car because I can't do it right now. 
Once I have that new big house, then I'll finally become that gardener that I always wanted to become. I think that we set ourselves up for failure by waiting for the perfect set of circumstances because somehow in our the way our brains work, we think that if we've got the perfect set of circumstances that the success rate is higher. And in all that wondering and worrying and strategizing and trying to figure things out, time is passing. And in all that time that you've been strategizing, you could have been you could have been doing. <laughs> You know, so I guess I just got to a point where it was like it was a timeline, a very a very simple timeline that once I once I had a real belief around the fact that and it was very minuscule. I want to I want to preface what I'm about to say. The belief that I had some control in my life was is very little. <laughs> you don't need a lot to be able to get to the next step. It's baby steps. This personal develop th- development thing is baby steps. You guys have heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again. You just need a little bit of a belief. And over time, it will grow organically. But once I really just had that like 10% belief that I had a little bit of control how my days went, and that I didn't have to wake up and feel like shit, I didn't have to wake up and feel unlovable, I didn't have to wake up and feel shame and guilt around the things that I had done in my life, the choices that I had made, the people that I had loved, all oh, the long laundry list of things that I did wrong. I could choose to flip that and really start to tell myself a different story. So I adopted the be, do, have concept before I even ever heard that it was a thing. Probably like most modalities, right? We probably adopt a lot of these before we even know that they are a thing, that they're a tool that we can use to grow. So I started to be, do, and have. I thought to myself, what do I need to do in my life every day to have what it is that I want. And one of the first things I did was quit smoking. Then I quit drinking. Not teetotal, but I quit drinking every day. Then I had to find something to fill the gaps because I would generally come home, sit on the porch and drink. So I started exercising. It was very little, I'm telling y'all, very little, like 10 minute walk up the hill. Because as you can imagine, I wasn't in shape. I was drinking every day. I wasn't eating good. You know, all those things. Everything is so connected. When I was, you know, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg. I was drinking, which was making me not care about my, my diet. So I was eating all the crap. I was eating. I was always in a hurry because I was generally hungover. So I was eating food on the run, which is never good. I wasn't getting up and like meditating and packing my lunch that was that was nowhere near on my radar for several more years so I started to be what I thought the person that I wanted to ultimately wanted to be the person that I imagined myself to be that I felt so far so like a lifetime away from her I started to do what I thought she might do and again I didn't put that much thought into it at the time I just desperately wanted out of the life that I was living And my favorite teachers and speakers and podcasters always say that growth happens when you get sick of your own shit. You get sick of the storylines that you're telling yourself. You get sick of the stories that you're telling other people. And you start to realize, I got to do something different, man. This this story that I'm telling is not getting me anywhere. I'm starting to feel stupid. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. So I, I reverse engineered who I wanted to be. You know, and who we want to be as a person, that ideal, that pinnacle of our self-identity, 
is always right there. I mean, it's something we've probably been thinking about since we were knee-high to a grasshopper. So it's not like you really have to, like, delve into who do I want to be as a person. It's generally there. I mean, we think about it every day. It's the same, that same avatar and that same desire to be that particular version of ourself. Is It's what drives us to want to lose weight. It's what drives us to want to get our hair cut and buy the latest outfit and, you know, all the things. It's all so connected. I'm, I, hear me when I say it's all so connected. So I basically looked ahead at the harmony, the version that I wanted to be that I'd fantasized about for my entire life. And I reverse engineered that. I'm like, well, how would she live her life? Started doing those things very minimally. So the concept, if you haven't figured it out up to this point of be, do, have, is to become what you want to have. Become that version of yourself. If you want to be somebody that's in shape, that lights up a room when you walk into it, that has zhuzh and moxie and is an entrepreneur and, you know, all the things, is a networker and whatever, whatever it is that you've designed in your head, really look at that person, that version of you under under a microscope and reverse engineer how to get there. What would that person's lifestyle look like? Would that person stay up really late watching TV? Would that person go to the bar every night? Would that person be mean-spirited and treat their families like shit? Would that person eat fast food all the time? No, probably not. So yes, there's a slew of other things, but just bare bone basic. It's be, do, and then have. Not have, be, and then do. So... If you have any more questions on that, feel free to drop me a line. I'm happy to talk about it in more in depth. It really doesn't require that or Google it. So much information on there on the internet about it. And that leads me to the next thing I want to talk about with you guys. The belief system around who you are and what your abilities are. And I know that you have those. Because again, that same part of you that imagines, imagines the pinnacle version of yourself you know, when you finally, quote, made it, whatever that looks like to you. What are your beliefs around that? I mean, you could talk about it all day long when you're doing content online, when you're having conversations with your friends. Even You could even be having a daydream conversation with yourself. And in that fleeting moment when you're looking at the cool reel or the TikTok and you feel very motivated by something a creator made, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I totally believe in myself. Totally think I could do it. And then, you know, forward, fast forward 10 minutes later or 10 seconds later for that matter. And you're like, no, I can't do it. I don't, I, I don't have the ability. I'm lazy. Uh, I've never accomplished it when I've tried before. Everybody around me thinks I can't accomplish it. So why even try? So put some focus on the beliefs that you have about yourself and your abilities. And know this to be true when I tell you this. And go back and rewind it and play it again if you need to. However many times you need to. You can have the best everything that you need to attain whatever goal it is you're trying to attain. The best coach. The best yoga pants. My guys will love that. They love girls in yoga pants. The best, the best gym membership. The best supplements. The best networking group. But if you don't have a belief system around what it is you're trying to attain, it's not going to happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things help. Reaching out, having a support system. You guys have heard me talk about it before. Accountability is huge. Having a support system of people that actually believe in you and are rooting for you. 
authentically is priceless. But at the core of all of this, you have to really believe on some level that you are capable and worthy. And so when you go away from this podcast today, I want you to think about that. Like, I really want you to answer the question honestly within yourself. And that answer can change from day to day. But pay attention to the times where you do feel on top of the world. Pay attention to who you're with when you feel empowered. Pay attention to what you're watching, where you are. So those times when your beliefs about yourself and about your capabilities, pay attention to what's happening around you when you're feeling on top of your A-game. On the flip, when you feel like shit, pay attention to what's happening around you. Who's around you? What's the conversation? Would you eat that day? They're all connected. It's all connected. Okay, so up next, intentions versus results. When it comes to these goals that we're trying to create, we're always trying to create goals. When it comes to all these goals, do you focus on the results? Are you more results oriented? Which there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to offer you an invitation today to look at it a little bit differently when you attack those goals or when you create a goal, you write it on your mirror, put it on a post-it note, put it in your journal, dash your car, side note, put it somewhere where you can see it every day. I just want to offer you a different perspective on how to go about your goals. So are you more focused on the whys behind why you have the goal to begin with? Like, why do you want to lose weight? Why do you need more money in your bank account? Why are you looking for a different job? Why do you want a partner? Why do you want to get rid of your partner? (laughs) There's so many reasons. Why, 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 why? Versus the results of said goal. Well, when I lose weight, once I get to that weight, once I get to this place in my life, once I have that much money, that we get an idea in our head that once we get there, it's all good. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I can't stress it enough. Ask yourself when you create your goals, why? Why these goals? Sometimes people just assume, well, it's what everybody else is doing online. Everybody else is talking about getting up and meditating. Everybody else is getting up and making uh, the fancy uh, mushroom extract coffee. Everybody else is taking supplements. Everybody else is traveling. Everybody else is everybody else, everybody else, everybody else. What about you? What about why you want to do it in the first? Maybe you don't authentically want to work out. Maybe you don't need to lose weight. What is in alignment with who you actually are? So when it comes to your goals, ask yourself, are you focused on your intentions? Are you focused on the results? And if, you know, depending on how you answer that question, regardless, either way, why these goals? And are they aligned with the person you want to be and where you want to be in your life? And another way to clarify your wants is the mortality tool. It's something I love talking about. It's, it's not, I don't mean it to be morbid. It's just a real low-key and very applicable awareness of death. And the fact that you aren't, just that awareness that you're not going to be here forever. The tomorrow's not promised. I mean, we all talk about that. Again, so many things come out of our mouths. Do we really hear ourselves? I'm really excited about next week's episode of the Official 5 Deep podcast. We're going to be talking about self-identity and how many people are walking around sleepwalking without a real true awareness of who they are as a person and what they want out of life. They're just going through the motions of what they've always done. And so a lot of times we find ourselves making decisions, large decisions too, life-changing decisions based on what grandma did, what sister did, what cousin did, what my peers in school did. 
and we're so quick to like go from one thing to the other to the other to the other that before we know it we're in our 40s 50s 60s sometimes people never figure it out and we look back and we go why did I do all that it wasn't even in alignment with who I am unfortunately we don't take the time to be quiet in this society as much as we should even though I really am not a fan of that word but your answers are all there guys it's all within within you whenever you want to find out <laughs> that's the thing nobody really wants to find out because they're like shit I got quiet and I figured out I hated my spouse now I got to do the work to get rid of them I guess so anyway use the mortality tool just make it be a focus of just a low-key focus that life tomorrow's not promised you don't know how long you're gonna be here you could be here for 60 years another 60 years you could be here for another six years so knowing that how would you do things differently in your life would you be in the relationships that you're in would you treat your kids the way you do would you be in college doing what it is you're doing at 40 something years old or would you be out exploring traveling making new connections really giving yourself the opportunity to feel alive use all these things I'm telling you guys about today as a way to get to know yourself. All these things are ways. The be, do, have concept. Stopping and getting mindful, even if it's just for five minutes a day, and asking yourself, like, what are what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your abilities? Are they, are they belief systems based on what other people told you about yourself? Or are they belief systems based on what you know about yourself? So yeah, get to know yourself. And then when you do figure out yourself and you set some goals... Focus more on the intentions, the whys behind those, instead of the results. Less, less measuring, more experiencing. And ask yourself the questions around the goals that you have. I know everybody and their brother has a goal to exercise more, drink more water, eat more fruit, take the vitamins, travel more, you know, all the, spend more time with Nana. But those don't have to be your goals. Use the mortality tool. Have a low-key understanding of the fact that you're not going to be here forever. Get to know yourself. I bet you're going to find out you're really amazing and that all those things that you thought were weird or quirky or too much, too high energy, too low energy, whatever it is people have told you about yourself, those are probably the things that make you so fabulous. And then lastly, gratitude. <laughs> gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Looking at your life from an abundant standpoint as opposed to a scarcity standpoint try your best to shift your focus on what you do have versus what you don't have and I promise if you can do a little bit of that every day even if it's one thing one different thing every day you will start to look at life differently your perspective is organically going to change the way you feel about your life and your existence these things are all connected so whether you start with the be do have or you start with gratitude if you start the list from the bottom up or top down I promise it's all going to bring you back to one thing, which is that feeling of like satisfaction. You know why? Because doing any one of these things is you taking time and investing it into yourself. And it's something that I'm going to bring up on the show with the guys next week is that I think, and it, I don't think, I know that a lot of us have this understanding that we're in our bodies, we're born into our bodies, we're with our bodies every day, every second of every day. I absolutely know myself, no question. But do you? I think we'll find that we probably know ourselves, ourselves least of all. I think that most of us probably turn so much of our attention on the outside world, there's nothing left to give ourselves. So I'm going to leave you with this. 
when I got separated and I moved and, you know, saw the beauty that was divorce, saw that adversity as an opportunity for growth, I saw that as an opportunity to fully live in alignment. I just want you to ask yourself, are you exactly where you want to be? And do you really know who you are? So I asked myself those questions when I got over to my little mini townhouse and I found myself sitting here alone, restarting again at 45 years old last year. And I decided, oh my God, what? Like, I need to court myself. People put so much energy into online dating and meeting Mr. Right, Mrs. Right, all the things. But if they could just take a little bit of that energy and focus it on getting to know themselves, oh my God, how could the world be so different? It could be, right? It'd be so awesome because so many people would be living in alignment with who they are that when they went out into the world, they'd be vibrating in a lot more positive way. So thank you for coming and listening. I hope that you took something from the episode. I have a lot of gratitude for you guys. I have a lot of gratitude for the fact that you care. I have a lot of gratitude for the fact, and I'm honored, honestly, that you come and listen to The Bliss Broker and that you trust me. If you need anything, you want to know how to work with me, please reach out to me, blissbroker at gmail.com. I'm also the blissbroker.com website. Come find me. Uh, I'm here for you. And I've got a new program starting in May, which I'm really excited about. So come find me. If you want to be on the show, reach out, let me know. I'd love to have you come on and share your story. And until then, go do something good for yourself. More importantly, go do something good for somebody else. I'll talk to you later.